Hey, miserable bitches. We are back with another episode of Misery Manor. My name is Cody. My name is Emily. And before we get started, make sure you leave your manners at the door. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Do you know who your hair looks like right now? What? Have you ever watched NCIS? Yes. Mark Harmon's hair. The main guy. The the gray-headed guy. That's not bad, is it? Well, he just like... So we were watching it last night. I mean, I used to watch it with my parents, but I was like... He has a middle part. It's like, <gasps> do I have a middle part? Yeah, it's right oh, now. it's because I had a hat on. Yeah. I don't want them to think I actually wear a middle part on my daily life. No, I was looking at your Instagram the other day, and you had deleted a picture of us that I freaking love. And you I told, hate it. You told me you deleted it because you. I didn't have tattoos. Yeah, but you kept the picture of you and Ashley on there. Actually, I just archived that one too. Uh as of yesterday. Which one of me and Ashley? You guys are like in the little thing that we were in where we took the picture. At the oh, oh, I look gorgeous in that one. That's why I kept that one. Hello. That was beautiful. The one of me and you, I look like the Grinch. <laughs> oh, my God. So, no, I don't like that one at all. I know you love it. I hate it. Um. Anyways, how was your holiday? It was fine. Listen, let me tell you about me and Josh's. So... I haven't told you the story yet. So we get in the car to go to College Station to see my mom, you know, my grandparents, my sister, her husband. College hus- Station? Yeah, my aunt lives there. Oh, and it's I like, know, but I didn't know you guys went. I thought you were going to Beaumont. No, because it's like the midway point for everybody. Yeah. So we just went there. And my aunt works in D.C. now. So she works yeah. three weeks there and then like one week in College Station. So we just went there. So we're driving and it's about two and a half hours away from Dallas. And we're literally like 45 minutes away. And Josh is like, okay, we're going to pull over and get some snacks. And I was like, yay, you know, snacks. So we get out and he's like, what does that smell? He's like, it kind of smells like, you know, coolant, like the fluid or like burning. Uh And I was like, well, I don't fucking know what that smells like. I'm like, no, I don't smell anything. We go in and get snacks. And um, the engine is like, like reading that it's really hot oh that's scary so he's like okay let's just get some uh coolant from inside put it in there put it in there let it run for a little bit and we go down the road and it's still like hot so which shouldn't be happening so we turn back especially because it's like fucking cold outside right so we turn around the coolant that we had just put in was just falling out of the bottom so there was like a hole a leak something and obviously you can't drive at that point so we had to call a tow truck and I'm already like kind of hungover and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm either going to shit myself or vomit any minute. So uh-huh. I was like, we're going to get an Uber. I'm not going to sit here for two hours. Oh, they said it's going to be two hours because we were out in the middle of nowhere. I was like, can we get an Uber? But it was like three hundred dollars. <gasps> I was like, no, ma'am, we have triple A. You just have to ride with the tow truck. So he comes luckily like an hour and a half later. Super, super nice guy. We get in the car, tow it back. We are so, so I didn't get to see my family for Christmas. They were so sad and they're like trying to FaceTime me. And I'm like, I'm in the fucking tow truck. I can't just FaceTime. 
um, y'all. And it was just a nightmare. So we get home and we just eat pizza and that was it. So it was sad though, because I didn't get to see my Sorry. I know, but you we know, got we went out on Christmas night too and got Thai food. Yeah. But it was sad. I'm sorry. But at least we had each other, me and Josh. That's well, what yeah, that's what he that's kept like saying. Super special. Yeah, and he kept saying, I'm so sorry. And I was like, Don't be sorry, this happens. Like it ended up working out just fine and the you know, it was fine, but it was just you so. You guys had to drive two hours with the guy in the tow truck. Yeah, but like I said, he was so sweet. Like he was talking to us and just like he was so nice. Like, was it all three of you up in the front seat? I was in the back, but like it was like not like a door back, you know, just like a. And I was like sleeping. And I woke up like, oh hey. <laughs> Anyways, oh, that was my Christmas, but nonetheless, it was a great. great I had great... car problems too. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, you're good. You always have car issues. I know. So we're gonna leave those behind in 2022. Okay, car issues are a thing in the past. Oh, shit in a bucket. I was supposed to call today. So let's get into this. So we have some new Patreons this week. I'm going to give you all a shout out. We have Roxana. We have Danielle. We have Carlo and his wife who listen. We have Aww. Michelle and we have Shelby. And when she um, messaged us, I was like, oh my God, Chowchilla. Like we're the school yeah. bus kidnapping. And she actually said that her mother went to that um, elementary school and she was like supposed to take the bus that day that same bus but her mom kept her back from school that day isn't that insane that's nuts it, i'm like whoa insane wow so she's a patreon so welcome that's thank cool. you we just recorded another patreon episode and baby it is wild Ugh. so if you want to be a patreon please go to our um instagram and it's in our bio it is. Or you can type in Misery Manor Patreon and select the tier Ma to be a part of. Misery Manor forward slash Patreon. But please also rate, review. And subscribe. We love it. And it helps us move up on the algorithm, honey. All right, cool. Emily, so excited about this episode for you because you're going to scream poop. Oh, it, really? This is a weird one, okay? So on Scream and poop. Okay, but keep in mind, I have cycle in an hour. So chop, chop. I love you. On today's episode of Misery Manor, I will be beating Emily's ass. <laughs> Just kidding. So we are going to be discussing the German cannibal known as the Rottenberg cannibal. Rotten? Rotten, like Rotenberg. Oh, like the place. Rotenberg, it's like a city. Oh, he didn't eat rotten. And his name is Armin Muse. So Armin is known for killing and eating a willing victim. Oh my God, does he like advertise it? Yes. Okay, I've heard a little. So the willing victim's name was Burned Brands, crazy name, in 2001. And then he stored the leftovers for 20 months and ate on them like throughout the year. So I put Bon Appetit. So I'm sure you're wondering where his obsession and his desires come from. So Armin actually spent much of his younger years reading and researching German fairy tales. And he was very, 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 very fond of Hansel and Gretel okay. and the evil witch who abducted two children to fatten them up for slaughter. It's like the Grimm stories. Right. So this made Armin wonder what someone might taste like. And he was very, very, very into this at a very young age. Okay. That's what I was going to ask when he started reading that. So and slowly but surely, Armin had this intense urge to eat somebody himself. Shockingly, Armin found a willing participant online who agreed to have his penis cut off and eaten 
<laughs> so the incident in March of 2001 obviously left Germany in shock, partly because people that knew Armin never expected this from him. So Armin was very well respected in his community. He was a computer repair technician who mowed his neighbor's lawns, helped him keep up with their gardens, helped friends fix their cars, and hosted charming dinner parties as well. And he was described as, quote, the perfect neighbor and friend. But little did they know that at a young age, Armin was obsessed with serial killers and like the very, very, very dark ones, like the ones that you hear of that make you say, what the actual. Okay. And he was desperate to taste human flesh. He had this very big fascination for flesh, not necessarily like the meat and stuff, but the flesh. That's weird. Cause I feel like you could just like eat a hangnail. Uh, you could. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> so let's talk about Armin's life growing up and boogies. So oh. Armin was born December 1st, 1961 in Essen, Germany. Happy birthday a yeah, month ago. A month ago. Armin had two half brothers on his father's side who were both his father's pride and joy. Not Armin. That's what I was going to say. So one day Armin's father and the two favorite children just up and left Armin and his mother when he was just five years old. That kind of sucks. Armin was then raised in a 44-room farmhouse, which I'm going to post a picture of it. It's like a mansion. Is it by, beautiful? It's gorgeous. By his single mother, and her name is Waltrid Muse. Cool name. So Armin had described himself feeling, quote, very lonesome after the family had fallen apart. So Armin struggled to be, quote, the man of the house. But as he got older, he found happiness. Where did he find happiness? He found fascination happiness and obsession with true crime and like the dark and disgusting side of it so not just the murders all of the crazy slaughters cannibalistic all these crazy and dark side of it that was his obsession what what year is this around time uh this is so 19 uh 1965 ish when he was Ooh. a young boy like five see, years the old thing is like serial killer wasn't even a term then and so like uh, that's my that's my yeah but like he's so what, like, he knows, probably reading about what, like, Albert Fish? And, mm -hmm. Okay. And William Bonin? No. That's in the 70s, baby. Well, we're getting there, but he hadn't done his crime yet. So he realized his fascination with this type of thing when he was at school one day. And he started pondering what it would be like to eat his classmates. So Armin knew that his <laughs> friends and family would not think too fondly of this. And so he and invented an imaginary brother named Frankie who he would talk to and share his cannibalistic thoughts with. So he would said he would go into his room and be like, Frankie, I really want to eat this guy's hand or his butt or whatever. And so according to the Irish times, his fascination grew into adulthood, but truly came alive when his mother died in 1999. Do you think that's because then he would be able to do it without Right. So I put because then he felt like he didn't have to hide anything from his mother or disappoint her in any way, because yeah. that's all that he had. He had no friends. He just had his mother. And with her gone and his imaginary friend, friend yeah. Frankie. Yeah. So with his mother now dead, Armin had free reign over the entire farm property. So he was left with the house. That's what I'm like. Forty. They didn't have bedrooms. staff to help them. No, but this is not a mansion. I'm going to show you the inside of it. It is disgusting. Okay. I thought you said it was beautiful. It's beautiful on the outside, the inside. And I don't know if it's because he took over, but it is ran down and scary looking. Do they, do they have animals? 
I don't know. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, there's no way. So he spent an entire year reading and dissecting different serial killer, like true crime biographies and articles. And he would study them and ponder them, like what it would be like for him to do something and how he might be able to spin it how he wants to do now, it. Now, does he have a job? No. Okay. Well, he'll eventually be a re uh, the repair person technician. But at this point, after his mother died, he spent like a year reading books, dissecting them. So he's and, like, like a recluse. Exactly. Um, but he knew that he didn't just want to kill somebody. He wanted to kill somebody and eat them. Okay. So Armin's urges only grew after he found an online website with like-minded people called Cannibal Cafe. Uh-uh. Delicious. Which is a defunct forum for people with cannibalism fetishes. Now, I tried... Defunct. To, that's what it said when I... Defunct? I don't know I don't what that really means. I don't know what that means either. Um, so I tried to look up this website. It's not available. <laughs> oh but judging by the pictures, it's almost like a Craigslist. But people with just with uh, band, like cannibalistic fetishes. So... Armin posted on the Cannibal Cafe. Oh, it means no longer existing. Oh, there you go. It's no longer available. Oh, well, there's a band or a musical group called Defunct. So Armin posted on the Cannibal Cafe under the name Frankie, which again was the, you know, imaginary friend that he had made up. Mm -hmm. And he succeeded in finding gay men with cannibalistic fetishes because Armin was gay himself. So Armin had posted an ad saying, quote, and now this is going to sound like broken English because again he's german but he's typing this in um english so he put quote i search a young boy between 18 and 25 years old have you a normal body i butchering you and eating your horny flesh <gasps> horny flesh so does that mean like it has to he wants to eat like an erect pee pee but horny flesh and maybe he's saying flesh meaning the penis right well i mean the horny part is what i'm saying but horny like flesh <laughs> My skin ain't horny. Let me tell you that. In fact, sometimes it's even broken out. <laughs> oh my God. So as shocking and jarring as this may sound, he got a lot of inquiries. Inquiries. Yeah, okay. I don't know how you say it. Inquiries, inquiries. Oh, so okay. Armin ended up meeting several gay men in like hotel rooms to like role play the cannibalistic and murderous acts, but none actually agreed to go through with it at first. They either got too scared or they just wanted the act of it, right? Or did they think that it was like... Like a role play type of deal? Or they, like just a blowjob? Well, no, because this was for people with cannibalisms. Oh, I thought he put it like in the paper, which I was like... No, he put it in Cannibal Cafe. So only these people are just interested. Because <laughs> right. I was like, what Chronicle would publish that? Right. Okay. So Armin did not attempt to force any of them to do anything against their will. Oh, so nice. according to the Daily Mail, Armin even turned down one man who wanted to be beaten to death, which Armin thought was, quote, weird. Oh, that's weird. Okay. okay. So let me tell you about some of the people that he had experiences with. And you're going to be like, what in the fuck? Fuck, 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 So the first me and Armin found on the website wanted Armin to, quote, pick him up in a cattle truck and slaughter him like a pig. So this actually piqued Armin's interest. And he was like, okay, I can get down with that. Why not a pig truck? So the two of them met at a train station and returned to Armin's house to act out this fantasy. So the man started getting down on all fours and started licking Armin's rubber butchering boots and snorting like a pig, like, and licking him. And Armin was like, fuck yeah. But, and and Armin was like, he really enjoyed like what was going on. But after the guy was like wrapped up in a blanket to be slaughtered, 
he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't do this anymore. Like he got scared and said no. Okay. So afterwards, the men just, quote, fooled around, drank beer, and ate pizza. So like your typical uh, like me Saturday. Yeah. So another instance was an Italian man who made a shocking suggestion that even Armin could not go through, through with. He was like, oh, no, no, no. I know I have dark things, but I can't even do this. So the man had asked Armin to, quote, burn his testicles with a flamethrower and hammer his body down with nails and pins till he dies. Okay, but the flamethrower would kill you. I don't... <laughs> right! So all I, the... I, that's what I figure. But while he's being pinned down with nails and pins, he wants to be whipped to death and, like, bleed out. Okay, that's just too many things. So after the two met up, Armin backed out of this arrangement and was like, Good. hell no, I can't do this. So on another occasion, Armin was even offered the body of a young boy who could be purchased for a price. Oh, I hate this. But apparently, the boy was then used in the mill of a Russian Orthodox feast instead. So the offer Stop. was rescinded. Stop. Isn't that horrible? Do you think the boy, like... Willingly? I don't know. No, I think... no, no. I, I didn't know if he, like, died and then they, or they kill him. Right. I'm sure I mean, it was either like, way. That's, it's... like, traffic. Ew. I hate this. Continue. So this is Armin's proposal. This is what he said to his victims. Quote, okay. After you're dead, I'll take you out and expertly carve you up. Except for a pair of knees and some fleshy trash. Like the skin, the cartilage, and your tendons. There won't be much of you left. I'll dry out the knees and grind them up soon after. You won't be the last, hopefully. I've already considered catching a young person from the street. Okay, so he's escalating. Why? So the message that I just read, this is what he sent to, um, on March 6, 2001, he uh, struck up a conversation with this guy with the username of Cater99, who told Armin that his fantasy was to have his penis bitten off, eaten, and then killed afterwards. So that user was 43-year-old, burned bronze, and he had a sick and twisted mind just like Armin. His ultimate dream was to be slaughtered, so he came to the website as a willing victim, eager to find someone to make his dreams a reality. So Brand, from a young age, had always dreamed of being eaten, he said. He suffered from abandonment issues and desperation, and he thought that the perfect match for his proposal would be Armin, and he liked everything that Armin was saying. So Armin and Brand uh, continued their sick and twisted, quote, love affair and exchanged passionate messages online daily for about a month mm -hmm. until March 9th when Brands took off work. So remember, Bernd had all or Bronze had always wanted this to happen. So he was more than prepared to leave this earth. So he had sold all of his personal belongings, including his sports car. He had raced all of the information on his hard drive before the big day. So he bought a one-way ticket to the city of Castle, where Armin was waiting to drive him to his house. So before they arrived at Armin's house, the two of them stopped at a pharmacy to grab some painkillers. Then they got back into the car and headed to Armin's home to complete the deed they had been planning for for the last month. Before long, Bernd and Armin began having sex, and afterwards they decided it was time to carry out their plan. So Bernd actually briefly backed out of the agreement, but then swallowed 20 sleeping pills, cough syrup, and half a bottle of liquor to go through with it. So Armin wanted to make sure to video this whole ordeal, and in the video you can hear Bernd saying, now do it. And yes, I tried to find this video, oh, but I could not find it. My thing is how... Okay. 
is it, is it like they want to be i feel like he wouldn't even be lucid during the act if he took all of those things but like i think he been, i think he wants to fill it but he doesn't i think he's taking sleeping pills right well he's coherent during it so we're about to get into it so armin was beyond excited at that this is something he's wanted to do his entire life um so just as background in this home in that 44 room farmhouse he built a slaughter room so complete with meat hooks tools for uh, cutting and dismembering buckets. Um, it was windowless and it was furnished with a bar bed and a special cage for holding his victims. I wonder what a bar bed is. I don't know. Oh, maybe it was like just a like... gurney type of deal? I don't know. Oh. So once um, once start, uh, Brand started to feel the side effects of the drugs and the liquor he had consumed, Armin set up the video camera and began to record the horrendous act that was about to take place. So at first, Armin tried satisfying Burns' request to bite off his penis, but failed. He said it was, quote, too tough to <gasps> tear off with his teeth. So then uh, Armin... How did... Okay. This is... Wait. This is going to be gross. My thing is... Okay. I don't think the penis is erect, if that's what you're about to ask me. Yeah. I don't think, like, it, I think it's solved. How he have to, like, you'd have to fit it all in there and then have enough room. I know. I don't think he's hard. I think he's, like, fuck. And he has 20 sleeping pills in him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and liquor. Maybe oh. whiskey dick was in full effect. Okay. So, so then Armin was like, you know what? I can't bite it off with my teeth. So he decided to burst both of Bran's testicles with his teeth. So he put them in his mouth and <clears throat> bit it like a gusher. And then he used a kitchen knife to saw the penis off. So in a later, <sighs> so in an interview, Armin said that burned quote, screamed horribly for maybe uh. 20 or 30 seconds. Then he said, quote, the blood was squirting from the open wound, similar to a fountain. So once the penis was severed, Armin tried to feed it to uh, burn, but it was quote, too chewy. Did he want to eat it? He wanted to eat it. That was oh, part that's of his right. request. That's right. Okay. So Armin was determined for both of them to eat the penis just like Burned wanted. So he went up to the kitchen, got out a pan, put it on the stove, fried up the penis, flavored it with salt, pepper, wine, and garlic, and even some of uh, Bran's, Bran's own fat. So when Armin seemed to enjoy the process of butchering his lover, so the real uh, thrill came when they were finally able to eat it. So this is described by psychiatrist as, quote, highly specific form of fetishism where his desire for attachment and comfort is achieved by contact to his fetish. So Armin found tremendous pleasure in preparing and devouring the body of his lover. So the experience not only fulfilled an ongoing childhood fantasy, it apparently also created a meaningful connection between him and his victim and they said stemmed from him not having, you know, that love and affection growing okay. up. So this condition is known as paraphilia, which is an intense sexual arousal resulting from deviant behavior. So in this case, cannibalism. So by eating the body of burned, Armin was able to achieve both sexual and emotional release, giving him a feeling of contentment and well-being. So after cooking up burns penis, cock and dick, <laughs> Isn't that all the same? <laughs> Burn only managed to gulp down one bite because his continuous blood loss was so severe that he was going in and out of consciousness at right. this point. And so, and he was also bleeding out of his penis. Well, lack, lack thereof. So the little hole. So Armin accidentally burnt the rest of the penis because he was distracted by taking care of Burn as well. So he just decided to ground up the rest of it and feed it to his dog. <gasps> 
No. Poor baby. The dogs don't need to be eating penises. So Armin, Armin went to the bathroom and part of Burns' request was he said that after you chop my penis off and we eat it, I want to take a bath. Very me, <laughs> because I love my baths. So Armin went into the bathroom and drew him a bath. Um, and he helped place Burn into the water. And he left to go read Star Trek book for a couple of hours. But he came and checked on uh, brands every 15 minutes. Um, but his health was declining very fast. And he was in and out of consciousness for like long periods of time. Because um, his heart was also slowing down significantly. So... While cannibalism wasn't a crime in Germany, at this time, murder was. So Armin, like, prayed for Byrne to, like, regain consciousness, but ultimately decided to go ahead and just end his life. So they agreed. But he wanted... To kill him. I know. No, no. I thought he wanted to die. die. Okay. Right. I know. That is kind of confusing. So Armin was like, you know what? Yes, I'm going to go ahead and kill you. So he kissed Byrne on the forehead, thanked him, and stabbed him in the throat, killing him instantly. Let me ask you this. Had they met prior? No, but they exchanged all those emails. Yeah, right. And, I just didn't know if they And act- they called each other lovers. That's what I was like. Okay, I guess they were just loving hard over the internet. Okay. Yeah. So Armin dragged Burns body out of the bathtub across his home. And he hung his dead body on the meat hook to drain him out inside his slaughter home. He then dismembered him on the butcher's block and placed his flesh in meal-sized portions in his freezer. So he meal prepped. Right. For the next 20 months. So in an interview, when he was asked about his first meal eating burn, he said, quote, I decorated the table with nice candles. I took out my best dinner service and fried up a piece of rump steak, a piece piece from his back, made what I call princess potatoes and sprouts. After I prepared my meal, I ate it and it was so good. Armin also told the court that the human meat tastes like pork, but stronger, more substantial. So part of Armin and Byrne's agreement was that Armin would bury his skull and other parts of his body in the garden. So after Armin had his first meal, he carried out his promise and did exactly that. So over the next 20 months, Armin, a.k.a. the Rotenberg cannibal, ate 44 pounds of Byrne's flesh. Armin said, quote, with every bite, my memory of him grew stronger and more connected. Two things. Hang on. Did he eat any part of the face? I don't know. The brain. No, it was just the flesh okay. and the meat. Hang on. I want to see how much does the average human's skin weigh? weigh? Yeah, because, you know, bones weigh. Right. Well, so it was said 40 pounds. Skin is our largest organs. Adults carry some eight pounds. So he ate muscle. He ate meat. Yeah, he ate the meat, too. This fleshy covering does a lot more than make us look pretty. Okay, so... Oh, well, yeah. So it was enough to last him for the next 20 months. Most adult skin weighs in at 20 pounds or more. Okay. So, oh my God. So Armin said every time he ate a piece of him, he was able to revisit the most memorable evening of his life. So every time he bit into him, he could remember that, that moment. He loved it. So as we know, Armin also had recorded all four hours of this mutilation process, which authorities would enter into evidence during his trial. So Armin was only caught on December 10th, 2002, about a year after the incident, because he had continued to seek out victims online. A year? Mm-hmm. But 20 months is how long he ate. That's almost two years. Well, that's when he got back on the website. Oh, okay. So Sorry, then that. an Austrian student reported him to the police that was on that website. But he was like, dude, this is too sick and twisted. I'm like, boy, you was on it too. 
Wolf's Cannibal you Cafe. Were for it. Sure was. So when the police entered his home and conducted a search, they found a false bottom in his freezer and pounds of flesh underneath it in like in pizza boxes too. When the police saw this, they were like, um, sir, can you please explain to me what this is? And he was like, oh no, it's just wild boar meat. However, it did not take police long to find the video footage containing the slaughter and the cannibalism of burn. So uh, although what Armin did suggest uh was insanity and armin was diagnosed with schizoid personality disorder he was still uh, deemed fit to stand trial so the proceedings began on december 3rd 2003 that's bella's birthday and due to a shit ton of evidence armin was convicted of manslaughter on january 30th 2004 Mm -hmm. even though only 19 minutes of the entire film he had recorded was shown during the trial many jurors had to seek therapy afterwards as a way to erase the horrifying images from their mind so the video was deemed quote too disturbing to show and was locked away in a police warehouse so it can never be leaked to the press the video is rumored to show sex between armin and burned as well as the conversation between the two men and obviously the slaughter of burned so i'm sure you're wondering like how did he only get manslaughter yep. it's because it was consensual but we're going to get into that. So although some screenshots have been leaked from this video, which I tried to find and I couldn't, the video is not available anywhere online and is only rumored to have been destroyed after the trial to avoid uh, voyeurs and copycats. I have another question. Uh-huh. So he posted everything in English. Was this guy from Germany? All over the world. But so did I don't this know- guy travel? From, I wonder if he traveled. traveled from a different country. No, he was from Germany as well, just a different part. But he was putting it in English, or at least the screenshots were in English. It could have been German, someone just translating it. But what oh, I that saw, could have been why the like translation was, was funky. Yeah. Um. So obviously the video is terribly incriminating, but it did not clearly show Burn. Oh wait, but it did clearly show Burn giving full consent that happened that night, which with Armin's testimony about consensual cannibalism led the jury to just give him manslaughter. But this is my thing. Okay, what if he gets out? Then what? Right. So Armin was sentenced Because he said he was just going to go find someone off the street. Sorry, I'm very concerned. So Armin was sentenced to eight years and six months in prison. And the judge ultimately ruled that Byrne had given consent and that both Byrne and Armin were just, quote, merely disturbed individuals. So this is going to make you LOL. He he was out last year. Hold on. There's more to this. I want to make note because Byrne, uh, Armin wants the public to know, and he said this, that since being in prison... He's a vegetarian. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so when speaking to a German newspaper, Armin admitted cannibalism. It's a princess potato. Car- cannibalizing his victim and expressed regret for his actions. Armin added that he wants to write a biography with the aim of deterring anyone wanting to follow in his footsteps. Oh, like Iwa Akaza, the other guy that ate the student, his classmate. Oh, yeah. He wrote a book too. Yep. So after his 2002 arrest, websites dedicated to Armin stated appearing started appearing with people advertising for willing victims. So they were like he was like their role model. So Armin said, "quote They should go for treatment so it doesn't escalate like it did with me." He also believes that there's anywhere from 800 to 1,000 cannibals in Germany. So to end this episode, the German court retried Armin in April of 2005 after prosecutors argued that he should have been tried for murder and not just manslaughter because he killed somebody for sexual gratification, which was proved to be his by video, like his videotapes, yeah. right? 
So the court said that the original trial had completely ignored the significance of the videotapings and disproving the argument that Armin only killed because he had been asked to be killed or been asked to kill. Yeah. So a psychologist stated that Armin could very easily reoffend as he, quote, still had fantasies about devouring the flesh of young people. Armin was then sentenced to life in prison on May 10th, 2006, although... Armin has recently been permitted to wander the streets in disguise as part of his rehabilitation. So Armin said, quote, to end this, and this is what he said to the court, quote, I had a fantasy, and in the end, I fulfilled it. No regrets. Good night. (laughs) I'm hungry. I'm always hungry, bitch, but... You want a hot dog? <laughs> oh, my God. And I thought we could just enter... You know, I've been doing a lot Not of... Not the vegetarian. I've been uh, doing a bunch of betrayal of the friends. So I was like, you know what? Let me hit them with a one that we can all just laugh about and just be like, what in the hell, honey? Oh, I hated that so Oh, I hate it. It's that one so thing much. to want to eat somebody, but to want to eat their penis and then cook it up as if you're at this upscale restaurant. And then feed it to the other person. And be like, oh, I burnt it. Here, puppy, come here, baby. No. I'm surprised the dog ate that. And then be like, do you want to take a bath <laughs> while I read my Star Trek book for a little bit? Do you think the skin was like similar to a chicken skin? How it gets crunchy. I don't think it had chicken. Oh, we you're saying once it was cooked. Um, I don't know. Guys, if you're listening and if you've ever ate a dick, fried one, let me know. He pan fried it. Do you think he breaded it? No, he didn't bread it. He put garlic, wine, salt salt and pepper. pepper. And his fat. And his fat. Which I'm like, where did he get that from? Did he squeeze it out? Yeah, like a little paste. Good night. me. I hate it. All right, good night, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful New Year's. And remember, write down those new year's resolutions and don't just do them to the end of january oh and we forgot um a little just um correction oh yes about our last episode i actually should probably should have said this in the beginning of the episode but um on the last episode of the jennifer what was her jennifer daughtery um i did refer to her as having mental retardation and luckily to one of our listeners um her name is michelle Um, She said that she's a physical therapist with 27 years of experience in the field and working with kids for 15 years. Um, And she sent us this message saying that she just wanted to clarify for us that the term mentally retarded is extremely derogatory and offensive to the community. Um, The preferred frame of reference is intellectual disability or developmental disability. So she said in physical therapy, they often use the reference cognitive disability as well. So thank you so much for the clarification. That's like super appreciated because like we were, I don't know. We went into this. Cody was like stressing. We actually re-recorded it because we thought, you know, I don't know, but like that's never our like, I know we were just making fun of this cannibal guy, but let's be real. Like, that's no, that's not in comparison to, like, other people that we live amongst that we don't want to be, like, um, you know, disrespecting. Yeah, exactly. So thank you so much, Michelle, for that. And um, we hope all of you have a wonderful and safe New Year's. And we will see you in 2023. Goodbye now. Penis.